0: for I'm ready. Welcome back
1: to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. Hopefully you guys guys don't hate us. Hopefully you didn't Google the ending. Hopefully you didn't because this is part two. But before we get to part two, there was a story that broke this week that we wanted to update you guys on. Um, It was about the story about Lauren McCluskey it
0: was episode 16, said so that right, Rach? Yep, episode 16. It's a um, two-parter, but I think... Um, it's a two-parter? Not like a two-parter, but like it was when oh, we were doing it was our old format. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a story, then you did a story, so... But
1: it's in there. Yes. And if you don't remember, Lauren McCluskey was the woman who met a bouncer at a club, And she and him started dating, and it slowly came out that he was a sex offender, but also he was 36 years old. And she tried to leave him, and he even started to threaten her with nude photos that she had sent him and the layers of this story she went to the um, college campus police department and they told her to go to the police department for the city the city told her to go back to the police department of the campus and she eventually was murdered while on the phone with her mom in her parking lot of her school and this or now it's not this week anymore but um october in october her family was awarded 13 where'd it go 13.5 million dollars from the campus police department and they did (sighs) finally admit to um that they could have done more for her Um, yes absolutely could have been preventable have been prevented yes the entire thing could have been preventable and (sighs) um yeah he killed himself after the crime i don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. remember so there was no actual anything oh my gosh buddy snoring is so
0: (laughs) he doesn't care about the recent news
1: (laughs) for real he's like I'm just too tired for this this life is too much for
0: me I'd rather sleep
1: I know for real um Mm -hmm. and then the university pledged to build an indoor track by 2030 and name it after Lauren so oh wow
0: okay yeah it's the least they could do
1: for real (laughs) <laughs> some safety in that school for women who are on the track team or doing whatever and living, their, li- living lives. their life.
0: yeah that's yeah. what's so horrible about a lot of these stories is either people aren't paying enough attention or they think that oh it's not really a missing person they just kind of left because they're an adult much like the story that you're gonna finish telling us yeah it's just not taken with any sort of like there's there's no emergency when people hear stories like this, and I get that no. police officers are inundated with other crimes. But when you come to somebody who's who's literally begging for your help, because that is your yeah, job, you are yeah. of the Where law. Where does
1: one go when they need help? Which is, yes. ugh, it's just so frustrating. Like it's truly, very this, and this story that I'm gonna finish today. It's so frustrating with police. Like mm-hmm. to me. This is why, like, I know defund the police is such a hot topic, and so, like, there's different sides, and people have different points of view, but to me, it just means, like, in these situations, there needs to be, like, a specific department that handles specific things, so, like,
0: an... Uh, So that way they're not completely inundated with, like, everything and all the things. It's like, okay, well, we handle domestic disputes. Exactly. Okay, well, we handle this, that, and the uh, robberies. Okay, well, we handle uh urgent 911 calls okay will we handle missing persons like yeah it needs to broken up up
1: into different departments so that not a police officer can't like one person cannot handle an array of different topics like no this like the police department yeah probably didn't want to handle like a situation where a girl was being harassed and nude photos were being taken like Mm -hmm. the reality is it's like There just needs to be like counseling or other people that step in and know how to deal with this. Then they always say, like, well, please come in and, like, if there's a dispute, like, a counselor isn't going to have a weapon or whatever. Yes, but there needs to be both parties involved. So to me, it's just, you know, I'm going to continue this story too. And you're going to just really, uh, it's just frustrating because, yeah, police cannot investigate every crime ever. And, there are hierarchies of crimes. And I feel like this one should have been taken more seriously. And it's sad that something so small as fraud is what brought police to want to investigate Kate Waring's disappearance. And, you know, it's just like, that's an easy crime to deal with. So they're like, let's do that. That's an easy jail time. We have evidence that they create, that they falsified a check. So let's take them in for that. But like Mm -hmm. trying to find a missing person, like that's at times someone that ran away. So it's just frustrating. That feels like a narrative that took place in the fucking 70s, not something that takes place in the 21st century. Right. So anywho, on that note, (laughs) because we're just real fired the fuck up, (laughs) let's get back into Kate Waring's story. Yes, please. And we will keep this one short for you guys so that you, you know, aren't listening to us for another three years. Unless, <laughs> you know, you need that, then go ahead and listen to old episodes. You probably forgot what we talked about because we did. So... <laughs> As Soon as we're done, it just goes in the trash. Our brains like done with that one. (laughs) Truly, (laughs) even into the trash. (laughs) Like you listen to it to do the fucking Instagram things. I listen Uh to it to do editing. And people will coach me. I'm like,
0: was that our podcast? Are you sure? Was that recent? Or
1: are you starting from the beginning? Or what did I say? They're like, it was last (laughs) week's episode, and I'm like. Send me a screenshot because I don't understand that. I I
0: don't know. I don't. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. know. But I'm glad it really like it resonated with you to bring it up to me.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Just smile and nod. Smile and nod, folks. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, Mm -hmm. it was very funny. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
1: So, if you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to it. But here is a recap of what part one was. So, Heather Camp is a con artist and pure fucking trash. She ran from a man who loved her. She is found out while on the run and meets Kate, an angel who is in a really good place in life and finally starting the rest of her life on a good foot. Heather then gets introduced to Ethan, one of Kate's good friends. Heather and Ethan hit it off and begin to date. On a normal Friday, Kate tells her dad she's having issues with a friend that morning but won't elaborate much more from what they can see by doing their own investigation because police are the worst and at times that Kate had a typical Friday where she picked up medicine she needs for her mental health. Police continue to tell the family she left on her own and they know she did not The amazing John steps in, funds a P.I. squad of true crime heroes, and even pays Heather and Ethan's rent so they can continue looking for information to find Kate. They compared signatures on the check, and it came back to Heather. So now police are finally involved in this, so let's let's jump back into the story. So... It seems while pressing for more information about why they had the check, it slowly comes out that Heather was the mastermind and Ethan may have been more involved in her missing than they had initially thought when charging them with forgery. So the PIs get wind of the police are actually looking for a body on Guatemala Island, which is an isolated island about 20 miles away. And Bill, one of the men of the P.I. squad, actually drives there and just watches the police do their search. He just wants to make sure that they are doing their job. Like, guys, these men are serious angels. Like, they never stop doing work on this case. Ever. I mean, they're retired, no. so they, like, truly, like, have time to do whatever. But,
0: <laughs> you know, it's but like. But they dedicated
1: themselves Yes, to they are so dedicated to finding out what happened to her. Mm -hmm. Well, it's now October 2009, and it had been four months of her missing. Heather is officially being charged with Kate's disappearance, disappearance, and she tells police she can show them where the body is, because the day they searched, they found nothing on Guatemala Island. They go to where she says, which is still on Guatemala Island, and find nothing again. The PI squad are still showing up to all the hearings, and they want to stay in the loop they're retired so again they have nothing but time
0: mm-hmm. so they
1: go and lo- it looks like ethan has quite the support system between his family and a public defender and even a chief public defender and heather has absolutely no one she's clearly very alone through this whole process so the pi squad work out a plan they see she she's obviously the weak link they decide to go and have a chat with her and she is isn't fully open about everything but she tells them that the day they were searching for Kate's body she told police where to go and it was a test police played nice cop before going saying that they would give her a deal if she told them where the body was and they failed because after not finding Kate they turned on her and she felt they deserved they didn't deserve to know it's like again what in the, the world camera blank. like what like oh you don't my god Like, you don't get to decide, like, hello. Hello. This isn't your reality show. Like, this is (sighs) real life.
0: (sighs) That's so frustrating. I know. I know. Oh, my God.
1: This is fucking what they do. Like, fucking murderers and bad people do these things where it's like, you know, it's fucked up. So these retired detectives don't fuck around, and they know she's the worst, but they also know she knows where to find Kate's body. So they decide, okay, they're going to gain her trust. So while talking, they're they're in this room full of windows next to another room that is also full of windows, and in walks Ethan and his lawyers in the other room. She begins to wave and try and get his attention, and he ignores her fully.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah. The detective saw on her face shift and she was no longer in a team with Ethan. And she begins to tell them almost everything. It turned out after they had come to the neighborhood, the neighbor Terry's place to find out information, Heather had the brilliant plan of telling Ethan they should get married so they can't testify against each other, which reminds me. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me of, like, Arrested Development when he, like, gives the company to his wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I can't indict married couple. (laughs) It's like, hello, you're so stupid.
0: (laughs) Like, what? And then she's, like, the (laughs) dumbest thing they could have ever put into (laughs) handling the family's finances. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Like, so stupid. So, yeah. So, she (laughs) came with this (laughs) brilliant plan.
1: She's like, they won't make us testify against each other if we're like, a team, and we're married. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> really. but okay. Feels like a oh Bluth god. move. <laughs> so, that should be, like, a coined expression. I know. Oh my god, that's gonna be the name of the move. Feels like a Bluth a move. Blue. um so now the PIs want squad want to test Heather before they believe everything she says so they ask for things only she would know so she tells them to go to some pawn shops to find Kate's jewelry and when they go they find it so this begins a trust bond they weren't breaking any laws but police were of course pissed that they were still doing work on the case because police felt it was their case now Cause you know the last four months it wasn't <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> weird. <laughs> so, without police knowledge and the trust of Heather, they find out the actual location of Kate's body. They go and find it within minutes. They take photos of the crime scene as they show, as to show they did not tamper with anything, and call police. Police has toxic men. They decide to arrest the PIs, and confiscate their car. What? Yeah. Yeah. Can they do that? Like, they, okay. I mean, they didn't take them anywhere after, but they did arrest them and search their cars because apparently they thought, I don't know what they thought. They were just mad. Basically, they were mad.
0: Yeah it, it, it they were but
1: hurt. Exactly. Someone else exactly. had helped solve this exactly. and they're exactly. Late. Oh. That's exactly what it was. They yeah, kept police in the loop. Taping. I know. I know. I, I, ah oh, girl? I'm girl mad. girl I, know. <laughs> I know?
0: I'm mad. I'm mad. Okay. I know. Okay. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God.
1: Um, So they kept police in the loop the entire time, but police felt they had overstepped. While they're still in custody, word gets out to the family that they had finally found Kate's remains. It was mixed emotions, of course, because they had closure, but also it wasn't what they were hoping for. Even though Heather's genius idea of marrying Ethan to not testify was the plan, she ends up being uh, really the only evidence that the prosecution has to charge Ethan with this crime. Of course, her credibility comes into question because she is a con artist, and that has been most of her life. They even find 12 to 13 of her victims while investigating her. Yeah. Can you, 12 to 13!
0: My jaw is on the floor, guys.
1: I know! <laughs> That's so... Like, she's only 31, Wow. It was clear she had made a career out of it. Ethan's defense puts it all on Heather, of course. His story seemed to never change, though. After some digging, the prosecution finally finds motive. Weeks before Kate went missing, Kate had written a letter to Heather, stating she knew that Heather Heather, Heather had been trying to assume her identity and move money from her accounts and open credit cards. And Kate was, of course, very upset. Well, thing was, Ethan was benefiting from the scam Heather had going on as well. So now he decides he can't be found out and go down with Heather. So he will assist in murdering Kate so they can keep the scam going. (sighs) Yeah. During Ethan's trial... All of the private detectives took the stand and revealed all the evidence on why they believed both of them were involved in the murder of Kate. Then Heather took the stand, which like, your plan of marriage did not work. No. So she said it was Ethan who invited Kate back to their place after dinner, then smothered her, shocked her with a taser, and then planned to take the body to Guatemala Island because it was secluded. Ethan did not do well after she testified. He was clearly shocked that this truth was coming out because he had pinned it all on Heather, which we all know was probably a large part of it. Like Ethan and Kate had been friends prior and he never murdered her, but it wasn't even a question of he should or shouldn't. Like he just did it. Money made him do such fucked up things. Like it wasn't even worth it. Like, like forty five hundred dollars that bounced like it's like, yeah, exactly it's like the story you told where like sh- the wife was murdered, and then he found out that the money wasn't there, and it's, yeah. like,
0: for what for wh- why did you even do this yeah like there there was no happy ending for you in the sense that yeah. you got to uh have a joy ride with your greedy check at the very end of all of this like horrible events like it's just it's just not fair so fucked so
1: the jury in ethan's case came back and it's a hung jury so it's a show i know that sucks i know so ethan goes back to prison to wait out another trial well ethan's mom testified in his trial and watched every day how ethan looked more and more guilty So after the hung jury, she goes to visit him and she tells him to tell her the full story because he isn't being truthful and he needs to confess to what actually happened. It is said you could hear her screaming at him to confess. So days later, he stood in front of a judge and confessed that he was involved in the murder of Kate and pled guilty to voluntary (sighs) manslaughter. The voice of a fucking mother. Wow! She got through wow. to that soul, and she was like, "Bitch, you fucking confess." That is not how this family works. So mm-hmm. he got twenty-five years, which is not a ton, but Heather had already pled guilty to all her charges, but with the cause of mentally ill, which like, fuck off,
0: like yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> she was not grounded in reality and had abandoned her man- marriages and children. But maybe she had trauma, but like, you know, th- no.
0: No. She used that as a crutch for exactly to get through life, basically. She,
1: yeah, and she wanted a shorter sentence. So the judge mm-hmm. was like, fuck right off. I'm giving you 39 years. <laughs> yeah, so she got even more than Ethan because there was much more evidence against her. But they believe the case wasn't strong enough to take her and Ethan for life because the police handled all of the case so poorly. They, for one, never looked into her as a missing person for months. They allowed so much time to go. By The by that time, the evidence was no longer usable. Then, when they finally did arrest them after only two weeks of gathering evidence, they didn't keep said evidence at all, or even the crime scene under safe wraps, which police have the right to do. If a crime scene happened in your home that you just purchased, they can confiscate that home for as long as they want mm-hmm. for years, forever. And they don't have to pay a mortgage because it's yours. It's absolutely insane. But That in is this, insane. It's like so bonkers. But in this case, they released the apartment back to the landlord two weeks after these people were arrested. And the landlord scrubbed it from top to bottom. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Can you fucking believe that shit? Oh god! So police no. said they took it all very serious, but like I've clearly told you, they clearly fucked up. Mm-hmm. And rather than admitting they fucked up and take action to do better the next time, because I'm sure they don't have a lot of murders on this in this town, mm-hmm. they just make excuses and said that they did a good job. Her family now do work to help find other local missing people due to it being so hard to get help from local police departments. <sighs>
0: that's, that's so sad that it's, that it's like taken upon the individuals who were hurt yes. and harmed by the crime, who do more, who try, who attempt to do more good and to put it under a microscope to make sure that this does not happen to other individuals ever again. Like it is sad. That it has to fall on the public when it is not their position, they should be able to grieve and move on in peace. But they want to make sure that this doesn't fall through the cracks. <sighs> so they Isn't make it, it their life's work to make sure that this doesn't happen to somebody else. That is so sad. I
1: know, fuck, but they never stop fighting for her and that. Mm. But it just makes me sad cause, yeah, it's like the police can't do anything. And if you don't have money to back you, like then you're with, screwed then you don't have that PI team that is watching them 24 7 and going that nope. extra length and people don't have that kind of money
0: no no no
1: they don't so that, like it just makes me so sad like this family didn't have the money like they just had a friend that happened to be like have connections and be have money to back them exactly it just bums me out
0: I think now, like if you if enough people know about it, and if you didn't have the funds, like nowadays you could put up like like, a GoFundMe to help. Totally. But like, other than that, like you're on your own, and if you don't have the funds, like you are literally on your own. Yeah,
1: and I mean that's tough. Our podcast is an example of like so many stories we've never heard of, and there's millions, millions. Like there's so many. Like the one I told you about last week about the podcast. Like, Mm -hmm. why would we have ever heard of his story? like we
0: wouldn't unless somebody put it under a
1: microscope. Exactly. Like there's so many people and so many stories. It's just that are not, you know, they don't have a spotlight. It just makes
0: me sad. Exactly. And what's crazy is that there's, I mean, it's one of the reasons why we continue to do this podcast is that it's compelling to try to understand what goes on in the human brain to make them do these things, to make these choices, to do these, moves where they think that they can get a one-up on somebody else it's just Mm -hmm. all about greed taking advantage of thinking that you're going to get ahead by by doing something truly truly heinous to another individual and it just will we will we as good samaritans will never be able to wrap our heads around that because we always are looking to help but we have this concrete interest in like what makes these people do what they want to do and it's never going to stop which is mm-hmm. very, very sad, unfortunate, you know. and terrible, you know? So we'll always have the subject matter to talk about, but at the same time, it's like, what drives people to do something like this? Like how strong mm-hmm. is their greed? It's always greed and yes. ego thinking that they're smarter than the person that they're taking advantage of and their families. Like it's, it's always like think, someone thinking that they, they know it all. I know. And they don't, they eventually get caught. It's, it's yeah. unless you're on unsolved mysteries, which we need closure people.
1: <laughs> Can someone solve every episode? Because Come on. Closure.
0: I feel like we're at the point where so many people are invested in true crime, where if they hear yeah. these stories and they're just like, Oh my God, that happened in my hometown or "Yeah, I was a neighbor to this person. And I didn't know, like, there are enough people and it's gained enough momentum to where I think a lot of these unsolved mysteries will be solved.
1: Yeah. And with the technology that's coming out, like Jedmatch and just so mm-hmm. many things like familial DNA, it's yep. just like, it's so many crimes are finally being solved and it's just like amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's There's impressive. Right? To, for the most part, yeah, first <laughs> just none of the episodes first of *Tall my Stories* currently yeah. out. <laughs> We're working on it, okay? We're all <laughs> working on it. Armchair That's a populous <gasps> podcast hosts. We're trying our best, okay? Exactly. <laughs> well, we all know that I love my video games. I'm like obsessed with playing the PlayStation. I even mm-hmm. have a game that i love it's called vampire and it takes place in uh 1918 which i think love. is kind of interesting because the 1918 uh influenza pandemic was the last major pandemic that happened it didn't happen in the u.s but it did happen like in europe it kind of uh-huh for the most was like a worldwide thing so yeah yeah to see us out, Megan. Oh,
1: God. I mean, because,
0: okay, so this, the Don't the Tell Spanish... you an historical fact or something. <laughs> no, no. no. What <laughs> I was mean, your the... favorite pandemic? This. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the plague? Did you like the Spanish genocide? Flow? Or did you, yeah. <laughs> that was like man made.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was just straight up
0: fucked up. <laughs> that was just fucked. But like, if you look at it, the Spanish flu lasted from 1918 to 1920, oh, and okay. I, I really don't think that 2021 we're going to be out of the woods with COVID. I no. think that it's really, it's it's gonna it's gonna g- progress past that. Yeah. So, I mean, in thinking that you're still going to be under quarantine for the remainder of this year, obviously, and mm-hmm. potentially the majority of next year, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Like, what's the first thing that you're going to do? Like, once, Ooh. like, once we're maskless and we can hang out in big crowds and COVID is no longer a threat to the human life, what is it that you are looking forward to most? What's the first thing that you're going to do once COVID is over?
1: You know, like every Lakers player says, I'm going to Disney, Disney with Disneyland! <laughs> <laughs> And that's truly what I'm going to do.
0: (laughs) Truth. Truth. (laughs) Bible. Truth. (laughs) We're all going to Disneyland.
1: We're all going to Disneyland, baby. And I can't wait to touch everything and eat my churros with dirty hands.
0: (laughs) oh my gosh for real though like for real I my mom made it my mom was like asking me about the next time I was gonna go to Disneyland she's all mm-hmm. the because when the pandemic was like super early and not really yeah. like a huge threat like it was she's like well if the park's still open we'll go by the end of the year I'm like end of the year I'm like I'll be going to the end of like 2021 and she's yeah. the funniest thing ever but I'm just like I'm serious <laughs>
1: They're not even open for the end of 2020, bitch. Yeah,
0: it's not. <laughs> it's not it's even not, an option. It's not even happening. Dude, Dizzy, oh, God, God. I miss going to, I want, I'm going to book my first concert. Like, I cannot wait Ooh. to go to a show. I want to go yeah. to a show. So. Yeah. I do miss that, too.
1: Oh, That I did before, but, you know. But I still. Want Adele, Adele is hosting SNL. Is <sighs> she going to have something come out soon? Yes, she
0: is. Oh my god I hope Person. so I hope so anyways Ugh. what are you guys gonna do once COVID is lifted call in yeah. let us know
1: yeah we should make a voicemail line
0: <laughs> we should <laughs> all right it's happening it's happening all right <laughs> we research we it enough yes. yeah yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> new project <laughs>
1: all right we'll see you guys next week for another new horrible story goodbye Bye.